All right, it's just me and Andrew here today. Woo! Yeah. So no twite. We don't need no twite. Yeah, twite's a twat. Forget him. So the Queen's uh, what was it called? The the Queen's, Queen's Justice. The Queen's Justice, right? Yep. Monumental episode. Lots of lots of things we've been waiting for for a lot of time happened. Let's uh, oh, yeah. let's start our spoiler-free review. Yeah, all right, spoiler-free review. It was a pretty good episode. You know, you got you had a lot of things going on, a lot of characters doing things that you've been waiting for to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so. What craziness did we see? Okay, I have a question about Westeros. Um, Yeah. We see people marching in the streets of King's Landing sometimes, and then all the poor people start throwing all their food at them. They're poor. Why are they throwing their food out? Uh, I think that's like the rotten food usually that they're throwing, the trash. I don't know. The food that they were throwing at the people in this scene... Seem Looks like pretty good. good food to me. I don't know. They like throwing shit. <laughs> uh, they're I like not, that. They're not northerners. They're not as worried about storing their food. I liked that quote that Euron gave about severed heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was great. No. Oh, yeah. It was very interesting, all the interactions with some of the uh, characters and the things we got to see. This was a, it was a pretty good episode. I was expecting it to be more action-packed, though. It wasn't as much action as I was expecting. Yeah, we actually had two two full-on battles, but there wasn't a whole lot of action stuff. Yeah. Like, because uh, one of the battles you really don't see much of, and the other one was really short. Yeah. Like, both of them were kind of, yeah, but still good. We, uh, were there any characters missing from this episode? Uh, characters we, missing from this episode. We still haven't seen Podrick. Yeah, nope, no Podrick or uh, Brianna Tarth. We never saw oh, yeah. uh, those two. We we pretty much got to see a bunch of people though. I haven't seen what Torment is doing at the other forts. Yeah. Um, where is Podrick? We haven't seen him in a while. What's he up to? He's with uh, Brienne of Tarth. She's been training uh, soldiers at Winterfell and helping out there and just being a bodyguard for Sansa. So oh, he's just right. around he's somewhere her. there. Because, okay. yeah, he's her uh, squire right now. Okay, scale of 1 to 10. How, how So far in this season, out of the uh-huh. three episodes so far, how would you rank them? Oh, let's see here. Um, how would I rank them between the three of them? I'm trying to remember what happened in each one. I think I'm going to have to go with... The first episode was my favorite, and the third one second, and the second one third. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Walter Frey getting killed was probably the best scene so far this season. 
Oh, we never saw Arya this episode. There was no Arya. Oh, we didn't. But, uh, spoiler. Oh, no. <laughs> are, are we 100% sure that she's hitting up to Winterfell? Yeah. But the, when she found out that Jon had taken back Winterfell and that Sansa's in Winterfell and the Boltons are gone and uh, there's no Lannisters up there and the winter's go happening, she's running back home to be with her family. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh. What if she what if she did just do her original plan and she succeeded and she just killed Cersei? What would happen for the series? It would have solved so many problems that we're gonna be running into during this season. Because uh as I was saying in the first uh podcast, Cersei is gonna cause more problems than anyone's gonna expect. She is still a risk factor because you remember in the first podcast everyone's like, Oh, What's Cersei going to do? She has nothing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, that's when Cersei's at her most dangerous. Yeah. I mean, she, uh, starting in this episode, I mean, they are forced to be reckoned with again, the Lannisters. Yeah. And as I was saying, you can't ever fully discount Cersei. No matter how much you hate her, you hate her so much you want her to fail. But your hate of her is what she thrives on. (laughs) Okay, we're going to need to get into spoilers here. Spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, go through how the episode played it. So we started out at Dragonstone with John arriving just right out the gate at the, at the opening of the episode. Yeah, no travel time at all. Yeah, I thought <laughs> that they were going to at least save that for later in the episode or something, but no, just no. Right, right out the gates with the most important scene that we've been waiting for, for the whole, through the whole series. <laughs> And it was an awkward scene. It was really awkward. <laughs> it, was like, it was cool seeing uh, Tyrion and Jon see each other again. They haven't seen each other since season one. Yep. Yeah, it's since over six seasons since they've seen each other. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. It was interesting them talking about how uh, they uh, have gotten a lot more scars. They've both been on a, a long journey. Yep. It's true. It's been... Six seasons of journey. Um, <laughs> so when John first gets there, and I, I feel like I've been saying this quite a few times, like I feel like he comes across super weak. Uh, yeah, he kind of wasn't really. He's he's not like the other. I'm gonna say he's coming off as a. Uh, Weak because he's not, he doesn't act entitled like all the other characters we see. Like, we even got to see some of how he, Daenerys was like, well, I'm a Targaryen, I'm a descendant of Targaryen, blah, blah, blah. It's my birthright to be the ruler of the uh, Seven Kingdoms and uh, honor the vows of your ancestors and bow to me. Like, she just had this entitlement where she was just expecting him to fall over. Which Sean did actually show strength. It's just he's not as entitled or arrogant about it, so it comes off weak when he's really just standing his own ground in a more passive way. Yeah, where, I like how uh, she was bragging about all the things that she'd mm-hmm. been through and all the things that she's done, and uh, Davos was the one who spoke for John. Yeah. And you saw Davos shut up because John gave him a look like, no, dude, stop. <laughs> 
Like, well, he didn't want him to yeah, say that those, he had woken up from the dead. Like, hey, yeah. we're already we're already like pushing <clears throat> it with zombies here. Let's not tell him that I'm one too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, I felt like uh, the scene was awkward and everything, and that John didn't go in with the plan of how to convince her. He just went in like hoping it would work out without having to. He didn't think it all the way through. Is what I got. Well, I mean, I also kind of felt like he was being pushed around a little bit, too. Like, you know, when they were telling him to give up their weapons and stuff, like, I don't know. He should leave his weapons with his men outside or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just oh, seemed weird. It, he he didn't want to make an issue out of it. And him giving up his weapons, he could have fought there, maybe taken out a few of them, but they would have killed them eventually. He went for more of a a um, tactful route. Where, yeah, there's risk at it, but... Well, uh, he shouldn't be fighting. I mean, he's obviously not going to be able to do anything against all the troops there, but... Yeah. He he should still just, you know, ask for a little bit more respect than that. Yeah. He uh, hasn't been asking for the respect that he deserves. <laughs> but... Uh... But that's one of the things about um, John's charm in the show is John doesn't ask for the positions of power. He doesn't ask for people to bend the knee to him. They just do it of their own accord. That's what makes him a great leader. That's where he's a greater leader than in Daenerys in certain ways. It's because he doesn't have that um, thirst for power. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want to even have it. He's just stuck with it, and he's working with it because he's trying to do what's good for his people. So he doesn't have alternative motives to what he's doing like everyone else. Even Daenerys, who's this badass queen, she has alternative motives all the time, even if she likes to pretend she doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it's just like we're seeing two very different styles and mindsets of... uh, people. Where Daenerys, she, she did earn her way up. She did go through her shit. And we were through her part of the story and everything. But then we had yeah. a moment from John where John's like, you can't just come in here, demand I bend the knee when I know nothing about you. And yeah. you just said, I can't hold the uh, sins of your father on you. Well, you can't hold the vows of my ancestors on me. Yeah. <laughs> it was you know? a very awkward scene. It was very awkward. Like, it's just like, uh, it's because, yeah, because we know what needs to happen. As an audience, we know what needs, what they need to do. <laughs> but do we? Daenerys what do they know. need to do? They need to start working the fuck together. Like, um, you know, like, John is very right about the North, but there is the risk of Cersei in the South because. Even if Cersei, Cersei saw the uh, army of the undead, she's crazy enough to still try to get power and get revenge on people. That's the type of person she is. So they do that's need to I take care like of my, her. That's why I still like my theory that Cersei's going to like give herself up as a White Walker. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like we just need... Uh, but um, I was, I'm actually I was expecting at some point for uh, a, a wedding proposal. I'm thinking there might be a wedding proposal that might happen. 
between two other characters to build a uh, stronger force. And that would be with the King of the North and Daenerys. John and her. Because that would solve a lot know, of the I, issues. I feel like it's a little predictable. It is a little predictable. Very, very predictable. But they have to form a type of alliance where it doesn't make his men look down on him. Well, and, I think uh, later on when they come back yeah. to Dragonstone and uh, they are out on the bridge and they uh, come to a sort of agreement, I feel like that's yeah. that's, that's going to work out. Like, John's going to go back, show them yeah. that this gracious new ruler has uh, allowed them all these new weapons and stuff and even helped with it yeah. and that she is a good ruler and... We maybe yeah. we should have a good alliance with her, and maybe his men will then be on his side with it. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, you gotta remember, there's still a lot of anger in the north towards the Targaryen, which is still something we need. We're waiting for the reveal to happen from Bran, where uh, because Bran's the only character that we know of right now that can uh, reveal the secret behind uh, John and his true mother and father. Okay, well, let's let's go to that scene. Um, Bran and Sansa are reunited. Yep. Did you tear up? I teared up. I was like, why are you talking about your sister's rape to her right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... I'm that like, was that, so this crazy. is a little awkward... <laughs> he seems Jesus. a lot different than he did like even in episode one when we saw him he didn't he seemed a little more human but in this episode he's just like stone cold I'm just a robot now who is just a conduit of the three eyed raven I don't know it's, yeah you know, he's off in his own uh, world <laughs> what's going yeah, happen with him what's his what's his role Intends. I mean, other than just telling John his ancestry, is he? Uh, what else is he going to do? Are they going to use him as a weapon somehow against the army of the dead to be able to like see their locations or something? Or well, he, as he said, he can see everything that has happened. Everything that has happened, he can see all events that have transpired or that are happening, he can see. So he's filled with information. So the more he can hone his powers, the more he can tell him, like, this is what White Walkers are weak to, or this is what uh, this uh, lord or lady who's still opposing us and doesn't believe in the White Walkers is planning. He's, he's information. Like, once he hones his powers and is able to pick up the information he needs and shares the information that needs to be shared because that's one of the hugest problems that you're noticing in the world of Westeros that they're running into is there's no instant communication. So mm -hmm. the invading of Castry Rock ended up being coming a complete failure this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, the response times are just too slow. With someone like uh, Bran, who can see what's going on, they'll have a slight faster reaction time. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I see how he could be a good weapon, but, yeah. I mean, is that what his role is in the series now? I mean, it just seems like he's 
not. I, I guess that's what he's been building up towards. But, yeah, but yeah. we still haven't been revealed what all the um, jobs of the three eyed raven is. We still, we as the audience, even though we've been watching, we still don't fully understand what the three eyed raven is, or what yeah, the I full mean, duties of. <laughs> there's a whole lot of story with like the children of the forest and stuff. Like, are any of them still around? Yeah. I wonder. I keep on wondering if there's going to be some some interesting thing with the clashing of all the gods, the new gods and the old, the drowned god and the god of light. Like, uh, there's so many, you know, deities that seem to be kind of real. So, are we ever going to like see an actual god or something at some point? I mean. The fact yeah. that they actually affect change in the actual show. Like, like the two that we see the most evidence for is the uh, faceless god and the god of light. And uh, and the old gods of the north because of the gods wood and bran. Yeah, but I like, suppose we uh, don't really see the seven ever. Yeah. Yeah. They just have religious cults. They don't really have like any direct influence, it seems. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, uh, with the Seven, yeah, we just saw the fanaticals in um, King's Landing. But we haven't seen any power from them. We haven't seen any real prophets or anything like that where we have with uh, the Faceless God and the God of Light. We haven't seen anything from the Drowned God either, huh? And the Drowned God, no, not really, not yet. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Uh, uh, let's yeah. take a step back, uh, back to the, around the first scene um, mm-hmm. with uh, Melisandre and Varys. What what was going on with that scene? Do you think? Why was why were we shown that conversation? Um. I think they're just two popular characters, <laughs> but uh, uh, I think it's just like uh, they wanted to establish that Melisandre was leaving because we found out that she's heading back over to uh, the country she's from, but we also find out that that's not permanent. She's just leaving for the moment, and she's coming back. So we know she's going to come back, and I imagine she's either going to come with some type of reinforcement or magic or something to help in the war, but I think she knows that she's going to die in the upcoming battle. And yeah, also she... Said. I wonder if that was some prophecy. And she also predicted Varys' death, too. The, which was yeah, that he, he's going to die in Westeros. Yeah. And so, uh, so it's just... It felt like it was more of a foreshadowing scene. And yeah. also... Establishing where she's just that she's taking off. So when we have the meeting between John and uh, Daenerys, we're not like, "Where's Melisandre?" <laughs> I guess, but I mean that could have been handled with some exposition. I feel like I feel like it didn't need its own scene. Also, did yeah. Varys get shaken? Like I'd never seen him looking that agitated before. It was interesting. The, oh, when he was talking with her. Yeah. Uh, he hates the Lord of Light. He does? 
Yeah, that's what he lost his uh, nuts to, his oh, manhood. That's right. Yeah, I remember him saying that. It was a that's priest right. of the Lord of the Light cut off his nuts, threw them in the fire, and even he heard a voice come from the fire. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but why so, did he... I don't... So I'm so imagining he, he, just, he did he has some animosity towards her and distrust towards her. Oh, okay. like, you and know then his, like when she said that he's gonna die in Westeros, he believes yes. it because he knows that their magic is real. Yes, because he okay. he's witnessed it firsthand. He doesn't know okay, what it is, sense. but he knows there is something. <laughs> What's his role gonna be at the end? He seems to be like he just serves the realm, and uh, um, okay, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so, so the next scene, we see Theon getting pulled out of the water. Yep. Do you think that he's gonna make it back to Dragonstone? Because like it, the 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 cut between the scenes was Daenerys asking, "Are there any Greyjoys alive?" <laughs> and then they see him getting yeah. pulled out of the water. So. Can't he just die already? <laughs> there was a oh. moment when I almost felt like maybe he's maybe he's back, maybe he's redeemed, and then when he just like chickened out and jumped off the ship, it was like, oh come on again. Come on. <sighs> yeah. And after she just spoke up for him too. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And she's uh. like, "He'll protect me if I need it." And it's like, "Nope. He's nope. gone." He's yeah. a coward. Theon, he, man. He, he does have a lot of uh, uh, damage from uh, Ramsey, though. Whew. Ramsey was one fucked up bro. <laughs> okay, let's move forward then, because I have another question. Yeah. Involving the next scene. Is Cersei worse than Ramsey? Because she's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, just like, uh, the, the, uh, Tyrell lady was saying, Cersei is a monster. Yeah. There's no, no question about it. Like, there's moments where you think, like, in season one, you know, she was really upset that Jamie almost killed the Stark boy. She's like, he's just an innocent boy. So we see, like, moments of where she seems human at times, but then... We get a dose of reality and realize she's just a selfish, full of herself, bad person. <laughs> I still question whether or not she had love for her children because it seems to. It seems like it sometimes. It seems like it did in this episode. It seemed like she did. And um, oh, she's always had love for her children, but I'm gonna say her love for her children because you know it's the people she loves the most is Jamie and her children. Her and Jamie were twins, and their children were from blood. It's more of a love for herself. Like, than for... Because she loves herself so much that anyone related to her also falls under that pattern. Because, like, she even looks down on other uh, Lannisters, the lower Lannisters, even though you see her bang one of them. (laughs) (laughs) But it's because... uh, they're not as close to her blood as 
her and everything. And she even did the whole crazy spiel thing about how uh, the Lannisters should be like the Targaryens and just breed with each other. <laughs> and you remember that scene? That was a while back ago, but... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, like, uh, so Cersei, I'm going to say she did love her children, but it was in more of a uh, possessive and egotistical love than a... Yeah, that makes sense. But is know. she more evil than Ramsay? Uh, I'm going to say Ramsay is probably going to be more cruel for the... Uh, fun of it, whereas Cersei's more cruel out of... Revenge. Revenge. Power. She's only... Yep, only to prove herself or her strength or everything, whereas he's going to do it to get a boner. <laughs> God. Yeah. I suppose he never... I suppose Cersei never stabbed her father in the back. She's never actively killed her family. Yeah. I don't think, has she? she only... She only tried assassinating Tyrion. Which was yeah, actually and, her son, I think. I I can't remember if it was ever confirmed that it was Joffrey or her that ordered the attack on him at the well, uh, battlefield. Back in the last scene, speaking of ordered assassinations, when uh, uh, Daenerys brings up that um, Ned was hand of the king when her assassination was ordered, did he know about that? And John doesn't know that he was the yeah. one person trying to prevent it. Yeah, John doesn't know that information. Like, that's one of the issues here. It's like, no one knows what anyone else is doing. It's just a bunch of uh, speculation. Yeah, it's I know, speculation. but it's so sad. Yeah. He was the one person fighting for her, and she doesn't trust him. Yep. Oh, okay. Still, uh, what? Yeah, she would have liked Ned if Ned was still alive. Oh yeah, for Poor sure. Ned. Poor Ned. Um. Okay, but anyway, so back to Cersei being worse than mm. Ramsay. I feel like Cersei is better at psychological torture than Ramsay is. Like Ramsay's really good at breaking people down and controlling them, but yeah. Cersei is really good at making them wish they were dead. Yeah. Like well, watching your daughter's corpse rot, like that's that's some pretty twisted shit. But uh, you never see that Cersei do that to anyone that she has no personal grudge against. Whereas right. you see Ramsay doing shit like that to anybody and anyone. Because it's a Theon. Why? Why was he so obsessed with Theon? It was his little play toy, but Theon wasn't his only play toy. Even, like, uh, the girls he was hooking up, he would do the same things with them. You'd see him hunting people out in the woods. You'd see him playing people left and right. You'd see him doing all these stuff that he really didn't need to do. He just did them for his uh, personal satisfaction, which I saw an interview, though, where... um, the new Greyjoy that we now have, greatest captain of the seas. You're on? He's, he's supposed to end up being worse than... Um, yeah. yeah, I've heard that too. Ramsey. So I'm interested to see how he's going to top Ramsey 
which I have very, very, very bad feelings for um, uh, the Greyjoy sister. What's her name? Uh, yeah, I always right. forget their names. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, is he going to rape her? His own niece. Yeah, is that going to happen? Probably. Oh, He's probably going to do some fucked up shit to her. When uh, <laughs> Cersei first kissed that that girl to kill her, for a yeah. second I thought like, because she, you know, she was trying to, she was saying she was trying to come up with a way to torture her in like the worst way possible. For a second I thought that she was going to make her watch her rape her. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that. Was, I was thinking that could be it, but then when I was seeing her kiss, I was like, wait, is she doing the poison? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get that until she said it. Yeah. So clever, though. She's good. Uh, Anyway, backing up. uh, What's up? I I said back uh, at the first episode, first podcast, don't underestimate Cersei. That's your first mistake. (laughs) What do you think she's going to do with Euron? Um... I think she's going to try to play Euron. Mm-hmm. And she's going to try playing the queen card, and she's going to, she's starting to get very cocky. And that's when, that's Cersei's biggest failure. Because Cersei's at her most dangerous when the entire world's against her. But when things are going her way, her greatest weakness is her arrogance and pride. Yeah. So she's going to slip off, and the power's going to shift to... Uh, uh, the Greyjoy, because that she's going... That be interesting. Okay, and I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to be because of her own uh, character fault. Do you think that Twite's going to win the bet? No, nah, she's going to survive. She's going to escape. I, I'm going to have a feeling that she's going to go through pretty much a very similar thing that her brother went through. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, I think if she if they were going to kill her, they would have killed her by now. Yeah. But I don't know. They waited a little bit after Ned got captured to kill him. We're thinking he was going to get, no, or, or go to the wall, be with John, and then, nope, head chopped. <laughs> That's true. That, that was quite a surprise. Yeah. Especially since way- Ned felt, felt like the main character season one. In season one, you thought Ned was going to be the hero main character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he totally was just a prop. It's so yep. sad. <laughs> um, so Euron's little conversation with uh, Jamie. Uh, how do you think that went? I'm thinking Jamie's gonna look for a moment to beat the living shit out of him, <laughs> or attempt oh, to. Man. I like how he's cruel in a funny way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he was really ballsy about it, too, though, just going right up to Jamie in court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck, what are you going to do about it? You're missing a hand, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of their love life, uh, so are they just going to be open about it and make it public now? Jamie and Cersei? Uh, 
I don't know what Cersei's thinking. That's like one of the things I was saying where Cersei's going to fuck herself over with her, her, her own character faults because things are going her way right now. And then she bangs Jamie and lets someone uh, see him in her bed and she doesn't give a shit. That's that's delegitimizing her claim to the throne even more. Yeah, big time. Like, Although, just because... Right now, she's only queen because her husband yeah. was Robert. And yeah. so, despite who her children are, her husband still was Robert. Yeah. So, she still has an ounce of a claim. But even better, it's breaking all tradition with her being um, queen. Because she's the first queen, yeah. ruling queen of Westeros ever. They said that in the episode when the Iron Bank showed. Yeah. And uh, that's... Um, so she's already breaking a lot of traditions and everything. And as we already know, Westeros loves their traditions, especially the noblemen. So the more action she does of being more open of relationship with Jamie, her uh, abandonment of uh, traditions and everything, because that's how she was able to gather the noblemen on her side, was uh, she's pointing out the uh, traditions that Daenerys broke over across the seas of the slave trade and this and that, which really affects more of the noblemen personally. But this may come and bite Cersei later. But speaking back yeah. to the Iron Bank, when uh, Mycroft sh- showed up and uh, demanded mm-hmm. the debt, and uh, Cersei said that she was going to pay it, before you saw the final scene, did you have any ideas of what she was going to do? Wait, what do you mean final scene? The final scene when they take, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the Tyrell. Oh, it's the Tyrell. Yeah, that place. Okay. I thought there was a scene I missed for some reason. But yeah, House Tyrell. Yeah, no, uh, I was just thinking, like, damn, they just outmaneuvered and outplayed uh, both um, Tyrion and Daenerys hard there. Yeah, yeah, and that was good. But before we get to that, um, when yeah. Cersei's talking to Mycroft in the Iron Bank, and yeah. uh, she's, uh, she says, I will pay your debt by mm-hmm. the fortnight. Did you have any ideas of what she what she had planned? No, I had no idea at that moment. I thought she was just talking out of her uh, ass like she does a lot of times. Where she was just yeah. like, hey, look, I'm a Lannister. Lannisters always say our debt. That's our house motto. Give me a little more time. I'll get you back next week. <laughs> Not, oh, I actually have a plan to actually get you your money. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. She her conversation I just feel like went really well. Um, yeah, but uh, I was thinking for a second that she was going to bring slavery back to Westeros because she brought, kind of brought that up, you know, and yeah. so she was just going to sell all her citizens as slaves. Oh, she would do it. She'd do that in a heartbeat. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so that's why I was thinking it was going to happen. I was like, oh Jesus, and then that would give you know more of a more fury to Daenerys or something, but anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Sansa is running Winterfell like a boss. Oh, yeah. 
I thought that, that but, was really cool. That was a good scene, just showing how she's taking command really well. Yeah, you, we've seen her mature a lot. I'm still worried about um, Littlefinger being so close to her, though. Because he is giving her good advice, but she needs to really take heed and realize that he's even saying he's an enemy, too. Because what did he say to her? Imagine everyone is an enemy and everyone is a friend. So then no matter what happens, you're never surprised. I mean, <laughs> she kind of said the same thing to Ned. Or yeah. he kind of said the same thing to Ned, didn't he? Yeah. And she yeah. needs to take that as a red flag that he's not even just talking about other people. He's even meaning himself. He can yeah. be a friend or an enemy. And it can change on the whim all according to... <laughs> What's going on? What do you on? think his plan is? He's going for the Iron Throne still, I think. That's his yeah, main goal. That's his goal, but how do you think he plans to get there? Do you think he's going to try and get Sansa in power and then try to still I, win her hand in marriage and then kill her? Like he did with uh, her aunt? No, he, he wouldn't kill Sansa. Yeah, I uh, if he got her to marry him, then he get what he wants anyway. Yeah, because uh, he'll use Sansa as a uh, power piece or to advance himself, but I don't think he would ever actually kill her himself. Though I don't think he'd be super heartbroken if she ever died. But he has this obsession about her like he did her mother. (laughs) Because uh, like that's the whole reason he went to try to gain as much authority and power as he did because of all how how much uh, anger he has at his childhood when when he tried uh, winning her over in battle and got his ass kicked by Ned's older brother and he realized he wasn't a fighter, that's when you saw him become a businessman, politician, nobleman. Because he's like, I'm not going to win respect on the battlefield. I'm going to win it through... Uh, playing the game. He does totally have... Uh, I feel like Sansa is totally a weakness for him, though. Yeah. Like, normally, he plays everything so skillfully in like, mm-hmm. like a chessboard, but, uh, like, the dumbest thing he ever did was, like, reveal all of his plans and stuff, and, like, open his heart up to Sansa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, it, she does seem to be kind of a weakness for him. And you can kind of tell that Sansa is slightly keeping him at an arm's distance. That she still doesn't fully uh, trust him. She yeah, just again, knows that they need him still. Yeah, again, she's uh, she's she's running things like a boss. She seems to have things yeah. together really well. And now she's got Bra- uh, Bran on her side. So yeah, but put leather on that. What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So Bran can like she can Bran can be like her her personal weapon to knowing yep. things better than Littlefinger does. You know? Yeah. Or well, uh, maybe Littlefinger could do that. Hmm. There's a possibility that Littlefinger could get Bran on him on his side. Oh, hopefully Bran just looks at Littlefinger and goes, Hey, Littlefinger betrayed our dad and killed him. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that'd be good. Let's kill Littlefinger, guys. Don't they already know that, though? No, they don't. They don't? Oh, man. Like, because uh, the only one that knows that he did the betrayal, because everyone thinks that it was just the Lannisters. But everyone betrayed him. Even um, Varys betrayed him. Though Varys did tell him, like, hey, you need to get out. This isn't going to work out the way you want. But Varys didn't go as far as going, like, hey, your gold cloaks are going to turn on you. (laughs) Yeah. They're being paid off right now. Ned had so many outs. Makes you so mad. Yeah, oh, he had all the outs. Watching that season over again, just, God, he had every opportunity. He just made yep. every bad decision. Yep. Oh, That's man. why he didn't want to be a hand, man. The <laughs> one smart decision he made was when he confessed and proclaimed Joffrey the ruler. It's just no one could predict that Joffrey was such a psychopath. Oh, no. I think we could. And I think Arya knew. <laughs> And, oh, actually, even uh, Robert kind of knew that he was a uh, fucked up kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and Cersei uh, even acknowledged at one point. She's like, oh, I knew he was horrible, but she's my, he's my son and I love him. Because <laughs> I even think she meant, said he was a monster at one point. His own mother. Yeah. Like, okay, oh, we'll man. get back to Joffrey in a minute. Um, yeah. Let's first talk about the wizard. The wizard. The wizard of Oz? <laughs> no. Samuel Tarly. Samuel Tarly. Oh, yeah. He's going to become a wizard. He's totally a fucking wizard now. He's the only one who knows how to cure Grayscale. He's like, I read it in a book. <laughs> yeah. How did you do it? I followed the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh man! <laughs> I'm think, thinking. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I think that Danny's totally gonna hook up with Jorah now because Jorah's now fine, and I feel like she's just gonna be happy to see him and not mad about things from before because you know, she well, has she told him to worry about now. She told him after he got himself cured to come back to her. That, yeah. that was her last command to him. It was like, go save your life. Once you're cured, come back and serve under me. Yeah, and he did it. <laughs> and he did it, and he's going back. And so now we're going to have him, and I feel like he's going to actually end up making a big difference, and he's going to end up helping a lot. And I think, which as I was watching, I forgot to mention this, he's going to be one of the ones that will help convince uh, Daenerys that they need to uh, go to the north because he'll be like, my own father said there was night walkers. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about his father, though. Oh, uh, he does. He was the shame of the family. Yeah, yeah but he, he was embarrassed of them. But he still loved his father, and he respected and trusted his father's opinion. He just knew his father. He believed his family hated him and didn't love him anymore. Well, I think uh, I'm not sure. Maybe there was a scene in the last episode. I think when. Uh, yeah. Sam was talking to him about the White Walkers, I think. 
But like, uh, and, yeah, he needs. And Danny will believe Jorah probably above anyone yeah. else about that. Yeah, but I was thinking what John needs to do is he has to take some of Daenerys' most trusted people up north and show them. Just take them north of the wall. I mean, that's a suicide mission. Yeah. That's the only option, though, that they'd have to see it with their own eyes. And it'd have to be her most trusted advisors. <laughs> or at least one of them. It would be a mission for, like, Grey Worm. <laughs> and John would be like, we gotta fucking go! <laughs> what do you think about uh, Danny's idea of just, uh, I'm just going to mount my dragons and just attack the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think her advisors actually advised correctly on it. Like, she's on the right path. What they need to do is to bait out um, the uh, fleet to a location and surprise attack them with the dragons. The show does a really good <laughs> job at, uh, like, in episode one, it seemed like, well, Daenerys has got this in the bag, so there's no way Cersei can fight against it. And yeah. then at the end of episode three now, it's like, wow, Daenerys's army has just got totally fucked. She has barely anything left. and Well, she still, has, she still has most of her Unsullied. She has all of the Dothraki. She still has her three dragons. What she lost was her mostly was her allies, the yeah, Greyjoys. She got, she got yeah. all the allies. All the so allies. Now she so now she does really need John. She so now she's back to square one. Like she was saying before. Yep. Oh yeah, they're gonna have to figure it out together. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they okay. work together. I don't know. It's all difficult. No. <laughs> Okay, so now let's talk about the battles. How uh, do you think uh, Tyrion's plan to invade Casterly Rock was really predictable? Uh, yeah, and that's why the plan failed. Was because you know, I guess, uh, yeah, if they would have had that be a success, then it would have been like a lot less satisfying. Yep, but uh, they. Uh, they knew, like, Cersei knows Tyrion, and Tyrion knows Cersei. But I think Tyrion was relying on Cersei to be arrogant and prideful enough that she would never lose her ancestrally home. But luckily for Cersei, she has very skilled leaders like Jaime and uh, Frey, who are probably told her, like, no, let's abandon it for now and then take it back later. There's nothing there right now. We don't live there. Yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense <laughs> that they would uh, not give a where that's about Castle Rock anymore. Yeah. They're like, fuck it, they can have it. There's no gold. Let's take all the think, food. I don't even think they had <laughs> anyone manning it. Like, even before the, they planned to abandon it. Like, who was even there? Um, The Lannister armies. And the uh, lower Lannisters. Just people who don't matter? Like, uh, yeah. Well, 
they matter. It's just they don't matter in the stories we've been seeing. Yeah, I suppose. Because, you know, we ha- there's seven kingdoms, and we don't see all the seven kingdoms very often ever. But they all have their very strong importances. Like, how often do you see the uh, the veil? Other than one or two seasons where, you know, Sansa was living in the veil. We rarely see much from the veil, but we know they're in hella important. That's true. And I guess they're at a time of war, so they can not have prominent people at every location. Like, there's no one running the veil yeah. right now. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, no. I guess uh, the, the little boy is running the veil right now, huh? He's still there. Yeah. Yeah, the little boy is running the veil, and the whatever lords they left there, because... And the veils were well most easily protected of the uh, kingdoms. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the veil, that's where uh, that quote came from. Impregnate the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me two, ten good men, and we'll impregnate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember it, and so I had to look it up, and I thought they were talking about like. At some point, Braun was actually talking about, like, raping someone with ten men. No, no, he was talking about breaking in two. <laughs> well, oh, it's less of a good quote there. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, we have the invasion of uh, High Highgarden. And uh, we don't really get to see that battle. Uh, we just see the final scene with uh, Jamie and Lady Orel, or I can't remember what her name is. Um, old lady, the the, the old lady queen. But yeah, no. Uh, I loved her little last little parting statement after taking the uh, poison from Jamie. Dude, she yeah, was I killed such your... a cool character. I wish that she would have been in the series more. Yeah. Oh, well, she was so old. Yeah, but that's what makes her so cool. She's like yeah. Yoda of being evil. Like, She's like I felt a like Yoda. I felt like she could have offered a lot to um, Daenerys. Yeah, definitely. Just in like, guidance. Like, every scene that she is in, she just totally steals the scene, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, even like even this scene. This was a huge Lannister victory, and yeah. Jamie won the battle, but she won the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? You talked your wife into giving me a merciful death? Well, guess what, fucker? <laughs> I killed your son. I killed her son. I poisoned him. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. But I want your little lover to know that. And also, she's a monster, and you're going to regret this. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I think, like, uh, we're going to see, like, Cersei do something so fucked up where Jamie's going to finally have to have a, uh epiphany about her, that she is not <laughs> going to build a better world ever. Here's an interesting idea. 
What if they have a falling out? No one kills anyone. But what yeah. if they have a falling out and uh, Cersei decides that it's time that Jamie took on the black and goes to the wall? Are they still sending people in the black with all the deal going on with the North? <laughs> I don't know. They got it, right? They got it. Because we did see the Lannisters kill the one uh, group of recruits that Arya was with when they were smuggling her back north. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we don't care you're going to go take the black. Kill everyone. <laughs> By the order of the king. I'm just saying, like, that'd be interesting because then Jamie can go to the wall and then he can yeah. reunite with Brienne. And then uh, he can run into Bran and say, Hey, yo, sorry for pushing you out a window. My bad, bro. <laughs> I was just trying to get laid. You know, I ha- I was dating this crazy bitch. <laughs> well, you know she's crazy. She's killed Is a lot Jamie of your family. A good guy. I I think Jamie is an idiot. He's just hot. He's just the hot idiot. Yeah, no, he he's an idiot. Like you, he even knows he's an idiot. He's saying how he's a slow learner and everything, and yada yada. yada and Tyrion's a smart one and everything, and. He seems smarter than he is. It's just because he's a he's has so much experience now. Yeah, like you learn so much from your mistakes. But he's probably he's probably made every single mistake in the book as he's getting older, and that he survived now as long as he has. For the type of person he is, he's starting to go. Wait a second, I'm an idiot. The world's not the way I always imagined it to be. He's he's starting to go through a character realization slowly. Because when we first see him, he was way more of an asshole. But as time goes on and the more events he goes through, you see him kind of maturing and getting a little bit more self-aware. There seems to be just a, a division between that couple. At the beginning, yeah. they were they were both just total assholes. And yeah. as time has gone on, Jamie's become better and Cersei's become more evil. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, because, like, you know, Jamie, he fucking brutally murdered, or not murdered, beat the living shit. Did he kill him? His own relative, so he could escape, make an attempt to escape. Attempt to escape? What are you talking when, about? When uh, he was held captured by the uh, Starks, and uh, one of his relatives was captured and put in the uh, cage with him. And then he just starts savagely beating him so then he could get a, a guard to come over. That was back in season two. Oh, yeah. And so then he had his uh, failed escape. Right. Okay. <laughs> I got yeah. I, I uh, to watch that again. But, uh... But, yeah, no, uh, Jamie's done fucked up things. I think... Where we started really seeing his character change was after his hand was cut off. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Like, that was kind of the um, turning point of his character. Because he's being held prisoner. He's being held with Brienne. Brienne, such a good person, she kind of started slowly changing him. Then him yeah. having his hand, realizing that, because he had all this confidence before when he had both hands. He was a very huge with confidence because he's like, no one can beat me in the fight. I'm the best fighter there is. He had this, I'm an invincible attitude. And then after he lost his hand and everything, he kind of came to more of terms of his morality. And now he's not the greatest swordsman ever. And he's never going to be the greatest warrior again. <laughs> So now he has to confront himself more on a um, human level, I guess. Oh, does it make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do predictions. Next episode, episode four, The Spoils of War. Did you watch the preview? Uh, No. I did not. I stopped at the credits. Because it looks like some shit's going to go down. Looks like uh, Danny's going to finally get her hands dirty with some fighting. Oh, finally. Yeah. No, there's one thing I've noticed about Daenerys. Uh, Whenever she executes someone, she doesn't do it by her own head. Ned would be so disappointed. Yeah, you know, that's true. (laughs) Which I think uh, might be something we might see with John here is that She'll pass the sentence, and then John will be like, all right, prove yourself a queen. You do it. <laughs> and she's going to be like, what? And he's like, if you're going to pass judgment, then you should be the one to... <laughs> Take out the sentence. Take out the sentence. Yeah. Um, they... Uh... But anyway, yeah, it looks like there's going to be some fighting. Who do you think is going to be fighting? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't see it. Uh, I think we're going to see... There hasn't been any fighting in the North yet. That's true. I'm still waiting for some other scene with some White Walkers. I want to see another White Walker. We don't see them very often. Also, I'm wondering if with um, the mountain, is the mountain a zombie? He looks like a zombie. Did we see his face when he raped no, that girl? No. I don't think so, no. Did we? I can't remember. I, I remember he showed, there was like a dramatic scene where they were showing his face, but I think it was like a, all dark and we never actually got to see it. Yeah, we never saw the face. It was sitting in Shaolin. Just like Grey Worm's dick. Yep. It's gone. What did you think of Cersei's body double? Was that a body double? Yeah, I don't think she'll go naked on camera. She always uses a body double when she goes naked. I'm uh, trying to look up on my phone to see if... uh... Hasn't she been naked on the show before, though? Oh, but that was body doubles also. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's ever shown herself naked, did she? I don't think so, unless this was the first time that she did it. Did she do it this time? Or was it I don't think so. I thought you said it was body double. I, I think it was a body double. Um, it was probably a body double. But uh, what did you think of her body double? Yeah. I don't get the point of doing a body double. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It makes her feel more private, I guess. And whatever makes her happy. Um, yeah. Have you noticed? I feel like we've seen a lot less nudity this season. Yeah, it's more like this season's more focused on that there's the a war going on. The fans going down. That you there's not on your own time. Yeah. Because, yeah, we don't have our characters hanging out in brothels this season. Yeah. We're not dealing. We're not dealing. We're dealing with everyone who's poor and the survivors, and yeah. a lot of the people who are the survivors, other than Tyrion. And Yara, she's still alive. No, no, but no. I'm just thinking like a lot of the characters we have now weren't the uh, partying types. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, maybe that's a sign in the show. Yeah. At the end, only the characters who don't get laid are gonna win. But no, all the characters got killed. Though I mean, we we even had the prude ones killed. It's yeah. just the uh, survivors are just the ones that are, have survived the song by chance, or being brought back from je- the dead. <laughs> so weird that. John was dead. <laughs> How many characters was, have died and come back? Uh, we got John. We got the uh, guy with the sword of fire. Oh, hey, we haven't seen the Hound in two episodes. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen the Hound. They're making their way up north. They're doing the same journey as or, oh my god, what if they run each other in the road? That'd be awesome. Because <laughs> Arya's ran into the the fire guys two, three times, I think, already. Yeah. She's ran into... She oh. took the huge trip with the Hound. Yeah. They're going to run into each other because they're heading up north to Winterfell. <laughs> And Clegane's going to be like, what the fuck? You left me to die. And she's going to be, what the fuck? How are you not dead? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, what the fuck? You left me to die. And she's going to be like, what the fuck? I left you to die. Why didn't you die? Yeah. And then he, I think he's going to forgive her and everything. And then she's going to be like terrified at first because she's like, oh shit. He's going to try killing me. But we did have Arya. She did say that she didn't want the Helm to die. Because when she was revealing her secrets, she did reveal that there was oh, yeah. one name on her list that she took off, which was the Hound. Yeah. Because, like, uh, the Hound's really not never been the worst guy in the show. Yeah, she only wanted, like, uh, she only wanted to kill him because of... Uh, the he bread boy, killed but... Sansa's dog or something. No, uh, he killed he killed uh, Sansa's dog, 
and he killed uh, Arya's friend under oh, the yeah, command of Joffrey. That's right. Because Joffrey yeah. said he attacked the uh, king and ordered him to run him down. The baker's son, who we never even got a name for. Just the baker's son. The baker's yeah. boy. That, that's how much commoners matter. I think Arya said her <laughs> name. But like everyone else would just go, the baker's boy. And she'd be like, his name is Jim. They were like, he's a commoner. No one cares. <laughs> good job, Clay Gang. Good job. <laughs> good and the boy. Baker. Who's a good hound? All right. Uh, so let's hope that we see them reunite next episode. I think that would be a fun reunite. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, uh, anything else you, we, you need to add, Izzy, or want to add? We like adding? Subtracting? Let's yeah. see. What else do I want to add? Um, I think all I really do, uh, all I really want is to see some severed heads. Severed heads. heads? Severed heads, man. That's what gets the people excited. That's what... <laughs> That's what wins the people's affection. Doesn't matter who the severed head is, they just want some severed heads. Right. I got the game plan now. It makes sense. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. Until next time. Thank you for talking. And thank you guys. This has been Tyler Hirsch. All right. Later. Yeah.